This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am your host, Eric, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Mr. David Lux and one Eric Walling versus Benchwarmer Scott. We only got one Scott, so I'll just leave his last name out of it. And returning player, Vinny Iyer. Uh, how's it going, Vinny? Welcome back. Thanks for coming on. Why don't you just take a minute, remind us who you are, anything you want to throw in. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm Vinny Iyer. I'm based in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a sports writer covering the NFL for Sporting News, assistant coach on the Patreon team. So happy to do that and support the show and excited to be back. Um, one, I should say, I lost in overtime, I think, last time I was on the show with you, Eden. We were on the same team. We lost to David Lux, so we're trying to get some redemption there. So see how it goes. Uh, if you're if you're losing at the end, I'll throw some bonus bonus points in, yeah. so we'll be okay. He's been known to do that. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> All right, and Scott, how you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to to play with with Vinny. I, I like our chances here. You know, Vinny's a smart guy. He knows the stuff. He's been on Jeopardy. I'm in the Throwback Trivia Takedown 200 Club. We, a couple heavy hitters on this team here, so I think we're we're going to do really well. You know. Trying to just come up with a simple team name because, yeah, just, you know, not really feeling anything extravagant. We're going to keep it simple. And I was like, maybe we'll just call ourselves Scott and Vinny's, which sounds like, a you know, an Italian restaurant. So we decided, based on our names, our team name tonight's going to be Who's Up for Italian? Beautiful. Easy, short, like it. I can remember that from round to round. So. Uh, and Scott, how I know you were just on an episode of Throwback Trivia Take Home. How excited were you when you got on and it wasn't me waiting for you? I I honestly, so they sent out like a sign up sheet, right? And I picked a spot that already had someone's name on it. So I was like, I don't think it'll be Eid. But up until I saw that person, I still thought it was going to be a bait and switch. And I, I like, I was literally waiting for you to show up. And I was like, if this happens, like Speed Brothers are going to have some problems. They're going to get these hands. But luckily, you didn't show up and see what happens when you're not around. I make history. So there you go. There you go. All right. Over to Walling and Mr. Lux. How are you boys doing? I better go first because it's a mystery team name that I, I only have a, a whiff of, but that's about it. So uh, I'm doing well. I just had a few internet issues, but I am back and ready to play. Walling, what's our team name? Well, speaking of internet issues, uh, we did use the downtime to come up with some great uh, banter that should have been recorded that involved things like um, unfinished baby pictures. And um, I can't remember, but but really... The um the the moral of the story was that we should all check your dongles in the shower in the you know if you're in the office just make sure you know where your dongles are at all times just in case you need them. So today David didn't check his dongle until it was too late, and so we've decided to go with David lost his dongle as the team name. <laughs> Hopefully, he finds it by the end of the episode. <laughs> Oh, well, let's kick it over to Dan. Let's see how he feels about dongles. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Exactly how I thought he'd feel about Donkins. Thank you, Dan. All right, well, that brings us to the first quarter, and today's first quarter is going to be pre- and post-game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be four before- and after-style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, pre- and post-game 
question number one, Slovakian winger who scored 500 goals while playing 14 of his 16 years in the nation's capital with the nickname Banzai and Special Agent. And he was Pedro's brother. We'll check in. All right. David lost his dongles, checked in. Who's up for Italian? What do you got? Well, the second part was pretty easy, I think, right? Scott, we came up with that. I mean, there's only one Pedro's brother, I guess, unless something to do with uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if Pedro had a brother, but the only Pedro that made sense that we could should use is Ramon Martinez. And then this is a semi-80s, 90s hockey question. I think that's probably more wheelhouse than now. So I think this guy is Slovakian, I think. Um, so we checked in with uh, Peter Bondramon Martinez. Okay, and the Dongle Boys. Well, we had the same thing, but kind of lucked into it because I wasn't sure Peter Bondra was Slovakian at all. But I remember that he played for the Capitals for a long time. So same thing. And Pedro did have brothers. I think they like were very intimidating and made people buy Tupperware in that movie. I've never seen it. Don't know what you're talking about. And Peter Bondra... Um... So the correct answer is Peter Bondra Ramon Martinez. Peter Bondra was Slovakian, but technically was born in Russia, but played for Slovakia. Yeah, all that fun stuff. All right, on to question number two. North Dakota State quarterback that some have labeled a bust already and was one of the 100 greatest Bears of all time playing linebacker in Chicago for 11 seasons, ending in 2014. We can check that in. Who's up for Italian has checked in that... Means the Tongo boys can talk it out. Uh, okay, so the first half is Carson Wentz almost for sure, especially the way he said labeled a bust already. No, um, no, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. That's uh, the other one. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yes, you're right. The second half. Yeah, it's um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lance Briggs, right? No. Oh, okay. Sure. Yes, that sounds great. Okay. Sorry. No, you're fine. I just you're I fine. used all my brain power getting to Trey Lance. <laughs> I was so caught on Carson Wentz and nothing yeah. went with it anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I know there's another guy that was drafted high that went to North Dakota State. So, all right. Trey Lance, Briggs, check in. Okay. And who's up for Italian? Um, this, this is why I like Eric Games because you get a Cameron Wimbley. You get guys that you just kind of haven't thought about in a long time. Lance Briggs is one of those guys for me. Uh, we also checked in with Trey Lance Briggs. All right, both teams getting their points on this. Uh, the correct answer is Trey Lance Briggs. Um, so I don't know why the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. Yeah, that's all I got to say. I, it doesn't make <laughs> sense, so fun. All right, on to question number three. Running back with the second most rush yards all time for the Seahawks and was a Hall of Fame pitcher whose number, 21, was retired by the Braves. We're checked in. Damn it. Who's up for Italian is checked in. That means uh, David lost his dongle is allowed to talk it out. So as soon as he said Braves Hall of Fame pitcher, I, of course, I started rattling off like it's not Glavin. It's not Maddox. It's not Smoltz. Right. So and then and then Eric came back with Warren Spahn, which is 100 percent right. And it's Chris Warren. Right. Why am I, I I'm conflating a couple of people. That name sounds like rings a bell. It's not Kurt. It's not Kurt Warren. No, there was Kurt Warner who also who also yeah, no. was a Ben State. Chris Warren. It's got to be Chris Warren Spawn. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll check that in. All right. And who's up for Italian? Yeah, same thing. I know you're a big fan of his, so I knew that would be the running back. It's Chris Warren Spawn. Seahawks legend Chris Warren, and the correct answer is Chris Warren Spawn. Both teams getting their points. Question number four: Magic legend with the nickname 3D. And WWE Hall of Famer who passed away in 2022. Once again, I guess we'll check in first. Who's up for Italian? It's checked in. Dongle Boys, what do you got? Is there anybody with the last name Razor that you can think of? No, I. No. I, <laughs> Dennis Razor. Dennis Razor, right. So we think it's Dennis Scott Hall. We'll check that in. And who's up for Italian? You know, it's sad, but he actually, he really is a magic legend because they don't have that many. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's three that I know of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dennis Scott Hall, for sure. All right, both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Dennis Scott. And uh, outside of Shaq and Penny, he was easily my top three, three I guess, as, as a magic fan in the early to mid-90s there. My, my initial description was Dennis, Dennis that missed the free throws. No, that was not him. No. You take that off that, him. That is that is magic not legend anymore, Nick Anderson. 
Oh, that's Nick Anderson. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Nick Anderson's son of a who knows what would have happened. <laughs> that that that's the epitome of butterfly effect. Like if he makes those foul shots, do they win like again another game? You know what I mean? Like does, does Shaq not leave? Right? And then Dwight Howard somewhere else. It's just it's just everything. Shard Lewis never materializes. Team Mac never goes to Orlando. It's a whole thing. Jameer Nelson doesn't even he's not even born. It's weird. It's weird. Everything changes. <laughs> Anyway, I wasn't known as Georgia Tech legend. Dennis. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> take those where you can get them. Really, I suppose I suppose he can be a legend <laughs> in two places. So after the first quarter, we have scores of uh, who's up for Italian with a hundred, and David lost his dongle. Still looking for it. We'll give you a minute, David. They also have a hundred. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. That brings us to today's second quarter, and today's second quarter will be... Five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth ten points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. So I did something different. Um, so I've done this before, uh, where I will list a, a uh, an NFL player, and you tell me the quarterback who threw the most touchdowns to that player. Um, however, each question you'll have a choice of two. So for question one, since both teams are tied, I'm going to let the guest pick this one. Um, so Vinny and Scott, do you want Jason Witten or Andre Johnson for question one? And it's the five quarterbacks that have thrown the most touchdowns to them. Correct. Mm. Vinny, I think Witten's easier because I think there's more definites for him. Yeah. Whereas the Texans just had such Texans a had carousel of, yeah. of QBs. I, that's my logic, but I'll, I'll, I'm willing to do it. Yeah, let's go, let's go Witten. I think it's a little bit more impressed. Right. So. so question one for both teams, the five quarterbacks to throw the most touchdowns to Jason Witten. All right, we're, we're going to check in. David lost his dongles, checked in. That means uh, who's up for Italian? I'm going to need some answers from you, boys. All right, Vinny. So, I, so for sure, we're going to we're going to go Romo, Kitna, Bledsoe, and then you want to throw Dak in there. If you're over fifty percent, I say we roll the dice and do it. Let's roll the dice. It's early here. All right, I like it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Eric, we're checking in with Tony Romo, John Kitna, Drew Bledsoe, and Dak Prescott. Okay, and David lost his dongle. What do you got? We came up with a list of names that we felt uncomfortable about, um, which is almost more fun than the names that we felt comfortable about. Like, we left Stephen McGee and neckbeard himself, Kyle Orton, off of this list. And we also left Vinny Testaverde and Quincy off of this list. Um, Really only felt confident in three, um, and so we checked in. With uh, oh yeah, we also left Brandon Whedon off this list, but we checked in with should. John Kitna, Tony Romo, and Dak Prescott. All right, so let's start from the top with thirty-seven touchdowns to Jason Witten. We have Tony Romo with eleven touchdowns to Jason Witten. We have Dak Prescott with six. We have John Kitna also with six. Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> and also with six, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Right. Well done. Nice job. Both teams getting their points. Um, the other two quarterbacks that I have written down are two from Derek Carr and one. Um, he probably would have thrown more to him if he could breathe through his nose. Uh, uh, Kellen Moore. Wow. <laughs> We talked about Testaverde, but yeah, 
We talked about Tony Gonzalez. Chad Hutchinson, Quincy Carter. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think I think we should get bonus points for all of our wrong answers. <laughs> nobody, nobody mentioned Clint Stoner or whatever the hell. Sterner, Clint Sterner, yeah, Sterner, whatever. Ugh. Yeah. There you go. No, I, uh, I was afraid that Cooper Rush might be on the list, but oh, too, late, yeah, yeah. too late, too late for Cooper. So yes. you didn't get a chance to do it. I was, I was tempted to do Eric Bjornsson, but I figured that nobody would know <laughs> anything about that. Anyway, um, so question two, we'll now leave it up to uh, David lost his dongle. Your choice is between Andre Johnson and Brandon Lloyd. Whatever. <laughs> I, <do choose>. hey. <laughs> I, wish we, I wish we had this choice. Uh-uh. Independence, Missouri legend, Brandon Lloyd, sir. Hooey. Hell, I might have trouble rattling off all the teams Brandon Lloyd played for. I know that was um, what I was thinking. That makes it a lot. It makes it a lot harder. A lot. Yeah. Harder. So I think I would go with Andre Johnson on this one. If you it doesn't matter, Brandon Lloyd's going to come up for the third one anyway. It is. So. Yeah. So if they want him, <laughs> you can have him. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's go, Andre Johnson. All right, Andre Johnson. You gentlemen, have four minutes. Come up with your names. Let's check in. All right, David Lustongles checked in. Who's up for Italian? Talk about. This was a lot harder than we thought. <laughs> yeah, we just have to decide if we're going to play it safe with the two that we feel confident in, or like these guys in the last round, have fun with the names that we don't feel confident in, like TJ Yates, Sage Rosenfels, Case Keenum, you know, those those legends. Um, we decided we're going to play it safe, though, and we're, we're going to check in with David Carr and Matt Schaub. All right, and David lost his dongle. Well, we were somewhat confident in some of those names we weren't confident in uh oh what was the other name that we came up with um john kitna no um we checked in with pretty much all the names that he mentioned uh Schaub, carr keenum and rosenfels so we'll start at the top uh the obvious one with 32 touchdowns to andre johnson's matt Schaub. um then we have Derek's better Brother, better, worse. No one knows. Um, David Carr uh, with 13. Um, then with eight, we have one Sage Rosenfels. Um, and then with six, we have Case Keenum. And with three, we have Tony Banks. So both teams getting oh, their points. Um, <laughs> other guys on the on this uh, uh, list to have thrown t- at least one was uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has two. Marcus Mariota has two. Matt Hasselbeck has two. And with one, Andrew Luck. I did not know that was a Venn diagram that overlapped at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, David, you guys got, what, three? They got four. Oh, four? You went four? Yep. All right. David and the Dongles. I think my mom listened to them back in the 60s. (laughs) If you made me pick a fifth one, it was going to be Fitzpatrick. I could have sworn that you played like a full season. All right, so back over to uh, who's up for Italian to make their decision for this third one. So it's between Brandon Lloyd, Deshaun Jackson. Oh, let's throw a third in. Andre Risen. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Vinny, again, my my initial instinct is Deshaun Jackson because he's played for less teams than the other two. Yeah, and it, I didn't like door number one with Brandon Lloyd. I don't like <laughs> I, I mean, I, door I, number three. I don't like it. <laughs> I love the challenge of Brandon Lloyd just because it's a name you forget about. And I just yeah. did a sporkle quiz today, and it was Brandon Lloyd was all over it. <laughs> but I think for the sake of the game and both teams getting some answers here, we just go Deshaun Jackson. All right. So, you, you gentlemen, think it out for Deshaun Jackson. Mr. Eid, we have found this um, dongle. We checked in. Oh. 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 <laughs> Dang it. Who's up for Italian has snuck a check-in in. So uh, you guys check in because you're out of time anyway. They found their dongle faster than us. Um, we banded a few names about and ended up with a list of four that included uh, McNabb, Vic, Foles, and Cousins. Okay. And who's up for Italian? What'd you guys end up with? Bowls. That's uh, that's interesting. We also came up with a list of four. Uh oh, McNabb, <laughs> Cousins, and Vic. But we went with the experiment that the Eagles just kept trying 
Uh, Kevin Cobb is our fourth. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More power to you. Steve- Stephenville, Texas legend. <laughs> so starting at the top, we have Michael Vick with 13. With 11, we have Kirk Cousins. Nine, Donovan McNabb. Seven for Nick Foles. Five, nobody said his name, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ah, we talked mm. about so that would be the five. And s- just sitting on the outside with three, we have Kevin Cobb. Um, with Force three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Then you have yes. Jameis Winston with two, RG3 with two, and Carson Ugh. Wentz with two. Oh my God. Um, so one team getting their points on this one. Kevin Cobb has ruined yet again somebody's game. <laughs> <laughs> he did that in Philly. He did that in Arizona. Now Buffalo. He, he did it in Buffalo. He, <laughs> he fell, Buffalo. fell there in training camp and hit his head and never did anything. Just, <laughs> like, was it like a wet mat or something during training camp? He fell and hit his head. It was hilarious anyway. So after the second quarter, we have a score of who's up for Italian with 160. And David lost his dongle, but got some points. Uh, they have 210. And that brings us to a halftime in which I feel like Scott will check in immediately after every question. <laughs> Boy. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions. Each question is worth 25 points. So for my halftime today, there's no sports. Unless you call this nonsense sports, but whatever. We'll find out. Um, So I'm going to read you a description of an old show that aired on a television network most people are familiar with, MTV. You just name the show. Simple. Question number one. Series documenting the lives of teenagers, usually in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, generally with wealthy parents who throw lavish, excessive, expensive coming-of-age celebrations. Objective. Who's up for Italian has checked in. David lost his dongle. This is the first show where I learned how just not affluent that I was, I think. Outside of uh, Silver Spoons. <laughs> um, I think this is my super sweet 16. Is that is it my super sweet 16? Uh, yeah. that, sounds, that sounds right. All right, cool. My super sweet 16. Check it in. And who's up for Italian? Great episodes of that show some great episodes all right um if you haven't seen it please go find it it's on paramount plus i know i'm not really allowed to say that but you know it is so go find it yeah my super sweet 16 but well, you're not allowed to say that because it's a conflict of interest with hulu and your endorsement deal Correct. Oh, okay i see yes okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right both teams getting their points the correct answer is my super sweet 16 and we have officially become just a, a very well-rounded podcast because we've asked sports questions and now we have an answer of my super sweet 16. So I think you're about to say we have just officially jumped the shark, which I was getting very yeah. nervous. About. And um, we had Deuteronomy references. Right, exactly. We're just, we're just, just everything. We cover everything we're, here at the bench. We, we are the podcast. most well-rounded podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah, take that throwback trivia. Yeah, MPB is not about music. Why did it spend so That's there you go. <laughs> uh, question number two: The series follows different people, mainly teenagers, wanted to be transformed into things like singers, athletes, dancers, skateboarders. They were joined by a coach, an expert in their chosen field, who tried to help them attain their goals over the course of several weeks. <laughs> Checked in. No, no, no. no. Um, David saying no. I'm not checked in. But I'm who's, up for, checked in. who's up for Italian? Has checked in. David lost his dongle. Talk it up. There's a show. It's it's some very simple. Make me. No, no, no. Er, make ma- made made is that made, made made yes made yes, made, made. yeah okay we'll check That's in with made. made. Who's up for Italian? If we had a quick check in, is also for made as well in the. As our name is Who's Up for Italian, it would have been a much better show if it was about, like, guys <laughs> being mean. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually saw that happen, that would have been a much better show. People get whacked in every episode. <laughs> uh, so that would have been much better, but yeah. It, I, it's a pretty good movie, too. 
uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Really, made. All right, both teams getting their points. I loved this show when it was on. I thought it was fun to watch people whine, and there was the one the one girl wanted to be like a screamo band member. It was weird, but anyway. All right, question number three. And David, you can say we jumped the shark with this halftime after this question. <laughs> Perfect. An 18 to 24 year old goes on three separate dates with three moms who try to convince them to pick their son or daughter out to date. The dater only meets the mom and makes their decision solely on their impression of the mother and her description of her child. I am so disappointed, Scott. Oh no! I know it. I typed it. Oh, I heard confirmation <laughs> from my from my teammate here. Yeah, I, I knew this before you finished. Yeah, we're checked in. All right, uh, who's up for Italian? Has checked in. David lost his dongle. I was really when you said three different dates. I was like, oh, he's gonna do next. And then I was like, oh, that's God, five dates, next. Eric. That's I know. That, be, I, well, that is a that bus is packed with people with with testosterone <laughs> and popped collars. <laughs> um. <laughs> just hair gel just disappointment um, yeah just too much cool water what what, what do you think I this think is actually just, called i think it's just called date my mom like i think this is very straightforward and it's just called date my mom date my mom sure. at, date my mom and behind door number one brandon lloyd here we go. That's, what we need. <laughs> that's what we need on the show all right uh yeah i think it is date my mom i think that sounds right all right date my mom it is checking in and yes, we have and, jumped the shark. <laughs> and, and who's up for Italian? Man, we had endless possibilities. Next, Room Raiders, Parental Room Control. Raiders. Which was a, parental oh. Control was a personal favorite of mine. I Want a Famous Face, which was just absolutely ridiculous around that same time. Yes. <laughs> diary. Let's not forget about MTV's oh. Diary. Um, but this was a good one, a short-lived one, unfortunately. Uh, but yes, this is Date My Mom, which I'm really happy my mom, a.k.a. Meatloaf, was never on because <laughs> I wouldn't have won. <laughs> All right, and with that, both teams getting their points, and this halftime is over. Thank God, you're, you're welcome, America. All right, so after halftime, we have a score of who's up for Italian two thirty five. David lost his dongle, holding strong two eighty five. Now on to the second half. Today's third quarter. We'll be lucky sevens. No. <laughs> lucky seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. And I didn't do this last time, and then I figured I should just do it again. It's kind of similar to the second quarter. Oh, this one, But this okay. is... This is just a heavy, heavy episode of quarterbacks that nobody remembers. Um, so this is going to be single season passing touchdown leaders. Um, and since Scott and Vinny, you guys are trailing, you get to pick one of 29 available teams in the league. So the ones that the teams have been used so far in the previous episode were the, the Ravens, the Packers and the Bengals. So those three teams are gone. Um, so I have the list for the remaining teams. So it's up to you guys to pick any of those. And I need the top seven quarterbacks to lead their team in touchdown passes for an for single season, unique quarterbacks. Eric, we're going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. All right. You guys have, I'll set a timer. You got about four minutes to come up with your list. We're checked yeah. in. Okay. All right. Who's up for Italian has checked in and... Hit me with your list. Why don't you go ahead, Vinny? Yeah, we'll start with the Italian, Joe Montana. <laughs> Is he on the list? I'm not sure. Number three on the list in 1987, Joe Montana threw for 31 touchdowns. Here we go. All right. I guess we got to go with the non-Italian, Steve Young. In 1998, with 36 touchdowns, Steve Young is number one. 
Well, I think we have to go with I know this guy had 30 touchdowns plus Jeff Garcia. In 2001, Jeff Garcia threw 32 touchdowns. He is number two. All right, I'll let Scott go for some of these. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with uh, former number one overall pick, Alex Smith. In 2009, Alex Smith threw 18 touchdowns, and he is number eight Ooh. on the list. Ooh. Oh. So mm. the list will go over to the dongles. Ugh. Yikes. Okay, so, um, so one for sure on the list is Garoppolo. No question about it. He's got to be high on the list. Just because of, I mean, as Scott said earlier, because of era. I mean, That's Garoppolo. who I was talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Gar- Garoppolo is on the list. I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm very sure. Can we guess that? It... Yeah, we'll go guess for... that. We'll check in Garoppolo. In 2019, Jimmy Garoppolo completed 27 touchdown passes, and that Good makes him. him number five on the list. <laughs> So the other two names that come up for me, Eric, I, w- I wasn't counting on having to say these guys, but Kaepernick's got to be pretty high on the list. And the other guy I think goes back a ways is um, John Brody. John Brody and- Croyle. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think John Brody is, I-, I mean, either Kaepernick or Brody, what would you want to go with? Uh, Kaepernick was the only one that I came up with. So that would be, okay. if you like that better, or if you just- like Brody better than Kaepernick, I'm fine. Well, Brody was just one of these guys in like the, I don't know, I want to say, early 70s who just like okay well, let's go with Kaepernick we'll check that in in 2013 Colin Kaepernick had 22 touchdown passes all right then John Brody that is we'll... number six okay John Brody in 1965 John Brody had 30 touchdowns he is number four wait how many are we missing one there's one left we have young Montana Garcia Garoppolo, Kaepernick, Brody. So if you want to go new school, it could be somebody like, wait, did they, did anybody say Brock Purdy? Uh, no, but he only played ha- like half the season. I know, year, but, but, okay. But, yeah, but 18 is the number to clear. Do you think he's either 19? Well, the other, touchdowns? the other guy that was with them, um, wasn't young adult title with them for a while. I mean, if, it depends if you want to go old school or not. <laughs> uh. I uh, I will leave it up to you. I came up with Smith and Kaepernick, and then I was when Smith wasn't on there, I was really all right thrown for a loop here. All right, I'm thinking YA Tittle, but let's check in with Brock Purdy. Um, as of this recording, Brock Purdy is not on the list. Um, he'll probably crack this list this year because he's currently oh, yeah. at Nighttown touchdowns. Ah. Um, but the last person on the list was mentioned. It is one YA Tittle in 1953. Ah. He had 20 touchdowns. Shoot, should have stuck with the old school gut. All right. Wow. Alex Smith. Ties with Alex Smith. Nobody brought this guy's name up. Is uh, Steve Spurrier hit 18 in 1972. Head ball coach? Yeah. All right. Um, Eric, we are are going to go for the Dallas Cowboys. Love it. All right. So you guys have four minutes. Come up with your list. We'll check yeah, in. I don't think we need four minutes. Nope. We'll just check Alrighty. in. Yeah. They're, 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 they're checking in the same five on three. That, for <laughs> name, name. It's funny you say that because when, when Eric was composing his list, he stopped at five and said, I thought we were only supposed to have five. Yeah. Like, it's all lucky sevens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Wallach hasn't mastered the rules of this game. Still checks on the Yeah, I still, I'm still trying to figure all these He doesn't, he doesn't have enough episodes play. under his belt. Yeah. All right, Wallach, we'll let, we'll let you roll this since it's one of your 12 teams. Yes. <laughs> okay. One, um, Mr. Dakota Prescott. With 37 touchdowns in 2021, Dak Prescott's number one. Um, speaking of Italians, Mr. Anthony Romo. Uh, one, Anthony Romo in 2007 had 36 touchdowns. He's number two. Uh, I believe the Manster himself, Mr. Danny White. In 1983, with 29. Number three on the list, Danny White. And then Mr. Cowboy, Roger Staubach. In 1979 with 27, number four on the list, Roger Staubach. Okay, then we went with uh, Troy, Troy Aikman. 92 with 23, Troy Aikman is number six. Uh, Mr. Oh. Dandy Don Meredith. 
in 66 with 24. Don Meredith is number five. All right. And then the one that I'm probably least confident about, but I can't think of anybody else. And I don't think Brad Johnson eclipsed him that one year. Uh, We went with uh, Drew Bledsoe. In 2005, with 23 tied for number six on the list is Drew Bledsoe, and that completes the list. Uh, the only guy I have listed right on right on the outside is in 1969, Craig Morton had 21. All right, so that goes back over to who's up for Italian to pick list number three. All right. That team scares me, though, Vinny, because there's just yeah. so many. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> one of the last two that we had. Yeah, but... Now that I'm thinking about it more, I mean, like, just pick the Browns and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> who's? I really want to know who's the last three teams that are going to be left in this. That, it it has to be. It has to be the Browns. Just Browns, looking at this list: Browns, <laughs> Bears, Browns, Bears, Jets, Browns, Bears, Jets. Right? Oh my God! This Browns list is just beautiful. You know what? For for you guys, the Patriots would probably be a really hard list because it's like the last twenty years it was one guy, and then yeah, let me Fair, yeah. Let, me, let, me, so, let me see. <laughs> All right, you check it out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, okay, there you go. Brown's list is still way better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do the Cincinnati Bengals. You already Whoa. did that. Whammy. I didn't even hear you the, say them. The first three teams, it was the Ravens, the Packers, and the Bengals. And you picked I did the it. Bengals. <laughs> you did it. All right, let's go with uh, – it's fine. We had, a, we had a bunch. The most, I think. Okay, do it. We're going to go We're gonna go with the Chargers. Ooh, wow. All right, you got four minutes. Come up with your list. We'll check in our list. All right, uh, the Italian boys have checked. In, hit me with your list of the current Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, we're going to start with the current starting quarterback of the Chargers, Justin Herbert. In 2021, Justin Herbert had 38 touchdowns, and he is number one. All right, I think next we got to go with um, the guys as many kids as touchdown passes. <laughs> <laughs> thrown in a single season or something like that. Some crossover. Um, Philip Rivers. As of this recording, he has three less children um, than touchdown passes, but in 2008, he had 34 touchdown passes, and he is number two. Hold on, hold on. He just got another kid. You forgot about oh, another one? All right. He's had 33 <laughs> children. With... Poor woman. <laughs> Octo mom's like, wow, I admire you. All right, then the next guy has to be is uh, Dan Fouts, Hall of Famer. In 81, with 33 touchdowns, Dan Fouts is number three. All right, this is a juncture at the last list where I let Scott take over, but I think we should do it again just to make sure (laughs) it doesn't happen again and reverse jinx this thing. So decide who you want to do next, Scott, there. Not Alex Smith. Um, <laughs> Alex Smith, the new Eddie George. We'll see. Uh, let's go Stan Humphreys. And he's not there. Okay, great. You literally just did Alex Smith again, basically. <laughs> In 1996, with 18 touchdowns, Stan Humphreys. Stan Humphreys is number eight. Same number of touchdowns. By the way, and and not only that, but the funny thing about this is this is the second time that we had that person on our list and we're ready to (laughs) It's the last person on our list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe that wasn't a good idea. All right. So that goes over to David. (laughs) We got a third list like this. David lost his dongle is now up again. Okay. the, The only guy we're agreed on that we might as well guess is our first one is Drew Brees. In 2004, with 27 touchdowns, Drew Brees is number four. Now I'm struggling for Chargers quarterbacks. Uh, As you should. Yeah. I mean, the only only guy, if I go go old school, then John Hadle was was like the guy who preceded Fouts and was around the same time as the night. I was talking about the Niners before. So like Hadle would be in the late 60s, early 70s. I feel like I had some early cards of his. Um, 
Then they, and they Chase, had seven. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. See, Chase Daniel is the backup for Rivers for a while, and you know, if two makes the list, he might be. Yeah, but the problem is that be, Rivers Rivers was pretty durable, right? I mean, like yeah, that head doesn't like, break easy. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm fine. I'm I'm like I'm just trying to rack my brain for other Chargers quarterbacks. Well, okay, okay, fine. We'll check the ones we've named. We'll check in with Hadel, but I think after this, I'm tapped. Yeah. In 1968, with 27 touchdowns, John Hadle is number five. I'm 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 done. I literally don't. I can't name okay. another Chargers Chase, quarterback. <laughs> Chase ahead. Daniel. All right, Chase Daniel is nowhere on this list. <laughs> uh, In 2005, with a half a quarter, uh, <laughs> yeah. half with three snaps. So we had he two. handed the ball off. Yeah, he, three snaps and a handoff. He just threw the ball to Brandon <laughs> Lloyd, who was knocked out at the one. So. We have we have two quarterbacks tied at six. Um, one, I believe he was a congressman, Jack Kemp. Jack Kemp with twenty in 1960. Oh boy! And this wow. man appeared on a. We've done this twice. I've done this quarters twice, and this man has come up twice. Um, he was on the Packers list, and he is also on the Chargers list. And in 1963, with 20 touchdowns, Tobin wrote. Wow! Never. Never. And I only knew Kemp as a bill. I I don't remember. I mean, I. He, 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 we would have got to him had we not gotten Alex Smith. <laughs> we had Kemp on our initial list. And Next time uh, you just guess Eddie George and get it over. Honestly. And just because I thought Kemp passes, by the way, is cut off. Now we know. Yes. <laughs> you suck. In, in... 18, less than 18, you're bad. This man needs his name mentioned because I feel like no one even ever talks about, not even in his family. Um, but in 1990, with 16 touchdowns, Billy Joe Tolliver. Wow. With his name All right. There. More people Isn't need to Craig talk about Wheelahan? Billy Joe. I thought Craig Wheelahan might be on there. He may have been, just not not over 16. Okay. All right. He's not very good. <laughs> and after the third <laughs> quarter, let's get a score update here. Who's up for Italian has 295 points. And David lost his dongle, extends their lead. They're at 405. David, David extends his dongle. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen ads in my junk folder for that. <laughs> we're, we're not, not like not Hims? named junk. Not named junk because of that. Just <laughs> junk, like junk email. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, sack lunch, which is NFL. Question two, prognosis negative, which is the NBA. Question three, death blow, which is about playoffs. Question four, the pain and yearning, which is it about uh, attendance? It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in the category sack lunch. In 2008, DeMarcus Ware led the NFL in sacks with 20. The first name of the next six of the top seven all started with the same letter of the alphabet. Name three of those players. Yeah, well, should we should we check in your three? Uh sure. Yeah, I like okay. it. I like okay, it. we will check in. David lost his dongle has checked in. That means who's up for Italian can talk it out and hit me with your answer and wager. Yeah. So right away, I thought Jared Allen because 2008. So that led me to the letter J, and I'm like Julius Peppers. The right time frame for him. I know John Abraham was having some big sack seasons. Um, you've mentioned James Harrison. I think that makes sense. I threw out Justin Smith, which I think makes sense. Um, 
So I think it's just picking the three we feel most comfortable with. Right. And the good thing is that Alex doesn't start with the letter J, so we can at least avoid that. In fact, there's no J in his name at all. It's not Alex J. Smith. Um, so I don't know which three. Uh, it's hard to remember, you know, what year. It's really a trick. It's who sacked Alex Smith the most times. <laughs> That's probably like Von Miller, right, Wally? Uh, He's playing for the Chiefs. He probably got him. Could have been yeah. Marcus Ware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, only, I only know of one. I think it was J.J. Watt. But I'm one sure. sack ever? I know yeah. of one. It's <laughs> the one that I know of. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think we might be good on all four, but yeah. I mean, just... Yeah, I think I like my initial three a little bit better. Okay. Only because Harrison, the Steelers, they really spread the wealth a lot, right? Lamar Woodley was getting... like I feel like they had more guys. So I could see if, for some reason, Harrison had like eight sacks in it, but it wasn't enough to crack the... Whereas Allen, Peppers, and Abraham were the primary yeah. sort of number one path. There really weren't a lot of other guys on the team to kind of cut into that, right? Yeah. I mean, they easily but, could all be on the list, but yeah. I think Justin Smith, his biggest year was maybe the year before. Yeah, definitely a mid, for sure, mid Maybe the year the second time they lost to the Giants, I think that was his big year. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, all right. So we're we're gonna check in for 100 points with Jared Allen, Julius Peppers, and John Abraham. Okay, and over to David. Lost his dongle. Ah, uh, yeah. So we very similar. We got to Jay very quickly and just had to sort of figure out the guys that we're most confident in, and ultimately we checked in with. Uh, Jared Allen, Joey Porter, and I can't get off Julius Peppers. <laughs> All right. So uh, number two that season with 17 and a half sacks was Joey Porter. Uh, number three with 16 and a half, John Abraham. Number four with 16. No one no one picked him. His name was, was mentioned. It's James Harrison. There you go. Um, 14 and a half, we have Jared Allen, also with 14 and a half, Julius Peppers, and number, the last one on the list with 12, Justin Tuck. So both teams getting their points on that. That should have been a lucky seven. We would have been fine, Vinny. <laughs> that was a lucky, that was a lucky <laughs> yeah, three right you'll there. You'll note who was not on that list was Justin Smith. <laughs> they did spread the well, that would have right. been, oh. But that would have been our seventh, to be fair. That That's would have right. been like. Just like Alex. Al- it's, it's the unlucky, unlucky Smith. Been, it was another Smith. You would have been Smith out of that unlucky one. unlucky Smith. <laughs> If it's a white guy named Smith, I want no part of it. <laughs> they did. They, the Steelers did spread the wealth. You were absolutely right in that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. There was a lot of it, though. There was a, <laughs> there was plenty a of, of it to go around. A lot of wealth. <laughs> that was their Super Bowl year, so I think that also helped. On to question number two, the category prognosis negative. 15 and 67 has been the record at the end of an NBA season 13 times by 10 different teams. In the 90s, one team's journey to 15 and 67 came with two epic losing streaks. One losing streak was 19 games, and later that season, they would lose 23 straight. Name this terrible team. The leader on this team's points per game that season has a son currently playing in the NBA. Like four uh, days. You want to check in, David? I, do it. I, I guess, yeah. Four we'll days. check in. Yeah. All right. David lost his dongles. Checked in. Who's up for t- Italian? I'm going to need an answer and a wager. Yep. So we wagered 100 on this. Um, mentioned a bunch of bad teams. I'm sure those guys did too. Um, the Clippers and um, the Kings in the early 90s. The Mavericks are walling in the early 90s. Um, but yeah, no. Then I thought a little bit more on this. And what made sense to me was to go to expansion teams particularly the Grizzlies, because they were absolutely terrible. And I think in the 98-99 season, they had some really bad losing streak, ended up drafting Steve Francis. And I think their leading scorer might have been Greg Anthony, and he has a son on the Magic named Cole. So we're checking in with the Vancouver Grizzlies for 100 points. And David lost his dongle. Answer and wager, please. 
So we also had 100 points, and it was nearly identical with the way Scott just broke this down. Eric threw out a bunch of bad teams in the 90s. I said it can't be the Mavs because he wouldn't ask a Mavs question with Walling on the show. Yeah. And I wrote the Clippers were always bad. We also had the 76ers that we kicked around, but I would like, no, they yeah. were, they were, they were below they 50. nine. They only yeah. won nine one season. And yeah. then, and then Walling threw out the Grizzlies, similar rationale expansion team and all that and i said i think their top score was either was either big country or it was it was greg anthony it was greg anthony obviously um briefly unc player cole anthony is uh just coming into his own with the magic so we also checked in with the grizzlies both teams getting their points the correct answer is the vancouver vancouver grizzlies yeah and i think the other player i think close in points per game with them that season was blue edwards yeah, was, that would make sense. Was Benoit Benjamin on that team? He was. Okay. He was. He, he definitely. He definitely was. I um. Yeah, I actually I was on a plane back from San Francisco um earlier this year, and I actually ended up watching the Grizzly Truth, which is the documentary about the Vancouver Grizzlies and how they like left. Um, really well done. I actually really recommend it if you're a fan of '90s NBA. Um, it's really really well done and. That I, a lot of that stuff kind of came back to me as I was thinking about this question. So I was so I, waiting uh, for you to say that Benoit Benjamin was on your flight. That was very disappointing. <laughs> so, I, not, not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> I threw uh, a hot Lawrence Moten into the chat because Lawrence I loved Moten his high socks. Yep. Awful team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to question number three, category death blow. In 2004, the Buffalo Bills were faced with a win-and-you're-in scenario in Week 17 versus the Steelers. Bledsoe would have a subpar game, and the Bills would fall to the Steelers. What running back helped carry the Steelers to the win, rushing for 100 yards for the first time in his career? He finished the season with 186 rushing yards. The following year, he would finish the season with over 1,200. All right, I'll check in. All right, who's up for Italian has checked in. David lost his dongle. Talk it out. Yeah, if if it's the guy we both think of, it's a guy who's come up on the show a few times. He seems to be a trivia question kind of guy, and he is a, a former UNC running back. The the guy we both are zeroing in on, and that's Willie Parker. You pretty sure about that, Walling? Yeah, I, I was gonna say I I thought he had the like longest rushing touchdown in Super Bowl history, I think maybe still to this day. So um, I wrote a question, I think, about him and looked him up a little bit, and it was the first name that popped in my head of, like, he kind of had, like, a came, come out of nowhere season come before. Come out of nowhere, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then had a good season the next year, so. Yep, yep, yep. All right, we will check in with Mr. Willie Parker for 50 points. And who's up for Italian? Yeah, this one was pretty easy. I mean, try to tie it to the Super Bowl, too, when they had the Super Bowl run, and uh, Wong's right about the – Longest Super Bowl run there against the Seahawks. So we also went with Willie Parker. For how many points? 50. Both teams getting their points on this. The correct answer is one fast Willie Parker. Probably stuck around for maybe three, four years. And then as fast as he came into the league, he was gone. And then the Rashard Mendenhall experiment started. (laughs) (laughs) He's like... is there a difference between Sean Green and Rashard Mendenhall? Yes. One was drafted in the first round way too high. Okay. All right. Because they're literally the same guy. Is there a difference between Najee Harris and Rashard Oof. Mendenhall? Yeah. Najee Harris uh, plays on the field because he's healthy. but Not fair. Play. Yeah. Fair. Yes. <laughs> he's the vision of an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already picking it. I picked um, – predicting an episode title of the Richard Mendenhall experiment. And I'm picturing like a graphic with like Richard Mendenhall and like the, the big flat f- slab, like the Frankenstein thing, you know, like trying to do the <laughs> transplant. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a beaker on the, you know, exactly. They're transplanting yeah. a 90 year old woman's knees. <laughs> All right. On to the final question. Question number four in the category, the pain and yearning and everyone's okay. hidden hockey question. Uh-huh. The lowest average attendance in the NHL in the 2022-2023 season belonged to the Arizona Coyotes with an average attendance of 4,600. The Mullet Arena and and capacity for an NHL game is only 4,600. What NHL team has the dishonor of having the lowest average attendance for a team that made the playoffs 
2022-2023. This team made the playoffs for just the second time in 11 seasons, losing in the second round. Mr. Eid, we will check in. David has lost his dongle. Maybe he found it now. Um, they've checked in, so it's over to Who's Up for Italian. You guys can talk it out one last time and give me your answer and wager. So excited to talk out this hockey question. Mm-hmm. Which, like, we've actually been doing, I think, yeah. quite well, trying yeah. to to break this down, right? Um, I think it's a team in the United States. That's That's good. That's, that's exactly what we said. Let's rule out Canada. I, all, yeah, I was like, all the Canadian teams are out. Um, and I, I immediately came over here to the West Coast to the Ducks because it's not at all a hockey hotbed. And in general, attendance in Anaheim is just down. The Angels' attendance is also terrible. Like People just don't go to sporting events. And I don't remember them being particularly good the last decade. Um, but I also don't think the Dallas Stars have been very good either. Um, but I don't know for some reason I, I I'm leaning towards the the Ducks. I I think they were in the playoffs this season. Yeah, I don't know. That's that that was my thought process. I mean, all, all the other like other teams that pop in my head, I know they've been in the playoffs more than twice in the last eleven seasons. So that's the one that's kind of getting me. And everyone else, I'm thinking of the... has been pretty good. Ducks being they're that peak with John Sebastian Jaguar, but I don't remember hearing anything about them being good for that's the last time I probably paid attention. Yeah, if it weren't for the movie, I'd forget they were in the NHL. That's how irrelevant they've been. So I'm good with that if you are. Yeah, let's just do it. It's I'm not gonna win, but we can take our best shot at a Eid hockey. Yeah, and why not end the game? with the Mighty Ducks. So we're going to check in it seems with the like Ducks. You. Quack, quack, quack for 45 <laughs> points. All right. And over to the Dongles. Answer and wager. Uh, yeah. So we threw out some, we threw out Canada. First off, we just went, nope. Canada's <laughs> loves hockey. Just like the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> we threw out anyone with a Smith on their team. And uh, well, in hockey, that's not as many as you think. It's not, I know that's really didn't rule anybody out. Yeah, um, yeah. It actually, added was, teams. Dallas made it to the or the Western Conference Finals last year, so that ruled them out. Um, I, we thought of Florida, but Florida made it to the finals, so that ruled them out. Um, and David threw out. What about the Devils? Have they been good at all? I have a friend who's kind of a fervent Devils supporter, strangely, here. And anytime I run into him, I say, hey, how are the Devils? And he just openly weeps. Um, And so I don't think they've been good for very long. And um, I think they might have made the playoffs last year. And so, well, David had the Eastern Conference down. So Devils were the only ones that kind of checked the boxes for us. So we checked in with the New New Jersey Devils for 50 points. All right, and one team getting their points, and they lost in the second round to the Carolina Hurricanes. So the correct answer is the New Jersey Devils. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Who's up for Italian finishes with 500 points, and our clipboard captains of the game who will be receiving the coveted I guess we're off a little bit a couple weeks. Um, I picked this one because I thought this episode would be coming out around Christmas, but I forgot we take a couple weeks off. So this is coming out after Christmas. But the clipboard captain of, the, of this game is going to be Mason Rudolph, and that's going to go over to David lost his dongle with 700 points. Um, I just want to take a minute. Thank you again, Vinny, for coming on. Thank you again for being a patron. I love having you on. You, you know your stuff, and it's 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 always fun. So... Anything you want to say before we uh, call it a night? The floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I owe you guys a game. I will write a game, I promise. I'll get there after the season's over. So that's that's when I'll have free time and I can see the daylight again. So that'll be good. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's a lot of fun. And even though we didn't win again and I had to play David and lose to David again, um, it was still a great experience, uh, especially – uh, chatting about 
the NFL while we waited for him to find his dongle. So I'm really appreciative of that. We still don't know if he found it, so we'll... I might have to go back to doing that after the game. So. Schroed- Schrodinger's dongle is what I've... <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Vinny, I think you'll have plenty of time once the playoffs start because the first round of the playoffs is just going to be a bunch of nobodies playing against <laughs> the Chiefs and the Ravens. So, but you know, that's right. While the Packers and Cowboys are playing each other, uh, as long as Aaron Rodgers isn't there, I should be. I should be okay. <laughs> but Dak will still be there, so I probably won't be okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so on behalf of uh, Scott, Mister Walling, David Lux. Vinny again and myself. This has been the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Check your dongles, David, and the and the recording. Update, David. D- dongle update, David. <laughs>